Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Good morning. We're back for the next CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. Sounds a lot familiar uh, like last week because you have Stuart Haslam again with Dirk Stefan, our global investment strategist based in Frankfurt. Dirk, good morning again. How are you? Good morning. How Great are you to have doing? you. Yeah, I'm really good. Thanks. Great to have you on uh, on the show again. And thanks to all of our listeners for joining. Um, let's kick off this week with a look back, as we often do, to the previous week. And it was all about the ECB's rate decision. It was 75 basis points back on Thursday. Dirk, I'd love to know, um, were you expecting 75? And what do you think the reaction is going to be? Actually, I did expect 75 and I have that uh, recorded. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> you do uh, indeed. <laughs> but it wasn't, uh, um, it wasn't a forecast that was uh, totally out of you know, consensus. So the pricing was already uh, for some 70% probability for that to happen. Uh, but that only um, really also happened on the markets uh, during uh, a few weeks or months, maybe. So I think uh, the move was historic and uh, nobody would have seen that coming half a year ago. So that really tells us a lot about the, the change in the situation. The price pressures are simply too much or too high for the ECB to be ignored. Indeed, it's a completely different environment, isn't it, to uh, when you and I were speaking even six months ago. But uh, you're right, it's a new world. And in this new world, Dirk, I'd love to um, put that question to you about an investment outlook and what you think that means. Uh, I know our chief investment officer himself was speaking on CNBC just last Friday, um, and he gave the view that despite the fact we're we're expecting um, some turbulence as we have been in the next one to two months, he is cautiously optimistic on equities. Now, speaking of equities in the ECB, what do you think that means for Europe? And, you know, if we go into sectors for for financials to start with, um, but perhaps broaden that out in your response uh, following that. Sure. So it's uh, something where we get a lot of questions on, of course, because we think that the next uh, few weeks, hopefully not months, will will be will be difficult to trade. So lots of volatility, and it's mostly related to recession fears. So business confidence is weakening. So um, lots of you know fundamental reasons why uh, the markets um, should should not take everything well, right? So that's coming. Uh, but at the same time, we see uh, governments across Europe really uh, coming up with uh, fiscal packages in order to, to help the, the European consumer. And that may, might actually then at some point lead to, to a situation where uh, people start realizing that maybe this recession or this uh, growth slowdown is not quite as severe as, as uh, maybe some expect. So that's, that's why we still think we are in for a mild recession and that then could, after these difficult um, trading days and weeks, uh, could actually open up quite a, quite a set of nice investment opportunities. In terms of sectors, it's probably then the most beaten down stocks and sectors. So it will be cyclicals, it will be um, industrial companies, it will be export-oriented um, companies, and it will also be financials and banks because uh, these companies tend to benefit from higher yields, which uh, apparently, according to the ECB, will be delivered also looking forward. And, um, and also the capital market longer term yields are expected to stay elevated. 
Thank you, Dirk. Thank you for the analysis. That's really interesting, um, especially for Europe. But now I want to jump, if we could, across the pond to the US. Um, I know, again, our house view is that the, the expected recession in the US is a little more mild than the European side. And um, thinking of, of and speaking of uh, general prices and, and inflation, um, what do you think the, the Fed's next move is going to be? Yeah, also the Fed will, will probably um, deliver another significant hike. So maybe it's 50 basis points, maybe 75. So the market is expecting um, actually somewhere in the middle. So that really then will depend on some data we get next week because there's still a CPI inflation print coming up. And um, this should then probably frame the discussion uh, for the Fed officials and the ultimate decision then on the 21st of September. But uh, yeah, they will keep hiking. And Jay Powell just, you know, he just um, mentioned that uh, he will keep fighting inflation until the job is done. So I guess they, they want to see more than just one data point of uh, actually declining inflation. We got quite a few already over the last few months. So if this um, um, keeps, um, you know, stays with us uh, in the US, I think then the Fed can be more flexible. But for now, I think they will keep hiking rates. Okay, so we see the fight continue. Um, Dirk, we're going to go all around the world today. We've done Europe, we've spoken about the US. Let's finish off today's podcast in Asia. And I wanted to ask you a question about China. We obviously have some significant political events um, coming pretty soon now, next month in, in October. Do you have any expectations there and what that might mean for, for the Chinese markets or Asia Pacific more broadly? Yeah, we will be, uh, get a big uh, political reshuffle in terms of personnel in China. That only happens every every 10 years or so. So um, then um, I think for the remainder of the year, then we will get quite a bit of, uh, you know, um, announcements, what, what will be done also, you know, new people and, and so forth. And hopefully much more clarity on where China is heading. Uh, in the meantime, we are still dealing with um, with uh, occasional lockdowns, as you know. So COVID is still with us, unfortunately. So the situation is still a tricky one. But I think uh, going forward, or you know, looking into the next quarter and then uh, the quarters thereafter, one can be a bit more constructive on the Chinese economy. Very good, Dirk. It never ceases to amaze me how you can go from one economy to the other. Today, we've gone from Europe to the US to Asia. This has been your CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with Dirk Steffen, our global investment strategist based in Frankfurt. And Stuart Haslam, have an excellent week. Bye for now. And we'll speak to you again next week. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this material is considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions, and hypothetical models, which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains, losses, and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, 
by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's central bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2022 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.